Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen, and everything in between. Welcome <laughs> to this new podcast. <laughs> sure. Um, this new episode, sorry, not a new podcast. Welcome. Yes. This week, we actually just have Sebastian here over. We're just going to talk about some topics. It's probably going to be a shorter episode, but and for the, the cameraman as well. Don't know. Sebastian The was... most important guest. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> it was our cameraman, actually, before. Yeah. Yeah. But now he got so. fired, so. Fuck. Oh. No. <laughs> we, have a, we have another cameraman joining us today. All right. We're going to talk about... Uh, I, I mean, we so. touched on that on the first episode. Uh, a bit of Sebastian's story. Really? Kind of. I mean, Sebastian came in the first time in the first episode. Oh, yeah. You talked about yourself a little bit, but let's just recap. Who are you? What do you do? I know it's always the the wrong question, right? But okay, go on. So my name is Sebastian Atanasio. I'm from Italy, and I came to study for two years here in Sweden in this amazing school, Vitvelska. <laughs> it's amazing. And yeah, it's amazing. Nice. And uh, I live with my grandma. It's pretty bad. I don't like the Swedish weather, uh, but I have to deal with it. Yeah, it's really cold today. That's yes. Yep. All right. And that's it. That's it. Yeah. Okay. So uh, why don't you tell us a bit, a little bit about your goals? Do you have any? You, you, you actually told me that after school you went to do what was it? Military. Military. Why? Okay. Because I was always influenced by my father that is military. Okay. Okay. He's always been like really strict on me, um, like whatever. And he always influenced me, like, on being a military. Don't he, forget the microphone. Yeah, he yeah. really wanted me to be a military. So, there's not, like, a main goal that I have, like, after school. I don't even know, like, why I chose IB. But it was maybe to learn a third language and learn some experience, like, living alone and doing stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm going back to Italy, like, next year, hopefully. <laughs> All right. <laughs> if I finish the school. Um, of I'll try to get in military. I have different, um, uh, I don't know how to say it in English, but different tests I have to do okay. or like different roles. And I'm going to try from the highest to the lowest. All right. And yeah, where I get sense. in, I'll get in. Okay. So, David, what's your opinion on military? It's well, what do you think? Like, I think it's dope. No, uh, what about like, um, do you think that it's cool people thing to serve your country? Have to? Be part no, of the I don't military? Think people have to. Like, should they be forced, for no, example? I don't think so. No. Okay. And you, Sebastian, what do you think? Controversial uh, topics. I think if it's like here in Sweden, it's only for eight months, like eight months training. I think that's fine. But if you have like conscription, like that you have to go and like make that your career, that is not right. Sure. Sure. Makes sense. Makes sense. Mm. I uh, think everybody should like get the opportunity to do it. I think they should like advertise it, you know, it's like promote it. It's like for people finishing school and stuff. Like for example, here in Sweden, I think that's cool. And then you know, a lot of like basically everybody knows about it at least. And then you know they have the opportunity opportunity to join or finish this training, this eight month long training or nine month. Sure, <laughs> I don't think it should be like necessary or like. Like mandatory. Yeah, mandatory for sure. everybody. Yeah, no, I, I actually agree with that. I I think you should have a choice. Mm-hmm. But yeah, advertising, sure. Why not? 
but Sweden is not the greatest example of like needing a military or putting a lot of, uh, I guess, of no, the budget. I think they have very. I don't know. Budget. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, I don't know exactly, but like, they don't like. For example, compared to the U.S., they sure. like, yeah yeah of the course budget is way like even like percentage wise, you know, like not just okay. The U.S. have has a way bigger budget, like for the whole country. Just talking like the percentage, like how many percent goes to the military compared to like per year. Sure. Yeah, but maybe U.S. has always been like military uh, power, like yeah. in history. Military yeah. oriented, I guess. So. It, I but, guess. Um, he wants to like keep that role, that name that he has. Yeah, yeah maybe like it's about the mindset country. as well. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah, yeah. But Sweden is uh, at least a neutral country, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, sure. Okay, so uh, segueing from that, I actually wanted to talk about a topic that uh, I've thought a lot about for the past year or so since I read this book, and well, two actually, procrastination and laziness, and this goes for everything. Be it business, out of business, uh, school, not school, work, whatever. First of all, I want your opinion, both of yours opinion, uh, yours opinions, whatever. Your opinions. Uh, yeah, sure. Your <laughs> opinions. Yeah. First of all, on procrastination. Yeah. What? What does that mean? When you leave uh, something for a later time. Right. Oh, like, okay, for yeah, example, yeah. homework. It's like, okay, I'm oh, gonna yeah. do it today. It's like, oh, yeah. yeah I'm a do reason it might be because you are lazy, mm -hmm. right? But what do you think, Sebastian? Do you think that's a good thing, a bad thing, Some, somewhere really, in between? It's really bad. Really bad. Yeah. Why? Because you need to try to be constant, like in everything you do, to be good in whatever sports, uh, life, or a job. You need to be constant in what you're doing, and like divide different sections over time but if you like pro procrastinate and that's something i really do a lot uh, you tend to bring like everything to the end and uh, it's gonna be hard hard to like do everything at the end mm -hmm. yeah. sure sure yeah i i agree with that like if you leave it all to the very last minute you, yeah you have no time There's something like school work and stuff yeah especially yeah studying for a test yeah i <laughs> I had the same outlook for a long time, but um, there's this book that I read, or I listened to. It's called Originals. I think I mentioned it before. You yeah, I did. It. I did do it. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it talks about this in one of the chapters, and it actually says that procrastination can be a good thing, actually, which is, uh, you might disagree, but, um, well, the way the book presented it was that there are two types of procrastination. At least, like, I think it was Egyptian language. They had two words for, like, okay. good procrastination and bad procrastination. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that was it. Okay. So, e bad procrastination Egyptian people is... people out there. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It's like w whatever you, uh, um, you think of procrastination nowadays. But good procrastination could be... Well, it's normal procrastination. But you, uh, you do it at a time like like later in the process that you still have time to complete that task but you don't do it uh, once you get that task mm -hmm. and what it does is that all that time that you spent uh, not doing it it was in the back of your head so you're still thinking about it and even if you don't know you're still developing that idea mm -hmm. right subconsciously so that's the idea behind that so uh, let's say you have um, 
an essay to write in school, right? If you leave it for the less, less minute, of course, you're not going to have time to complete it. But instead of doing it once you get the assignment, if you do it, I don't know, uh, after half the time that you had had passed, you still have time to complete it, but you waited a long time. Now you have all those other ideas in your head that you got from that time. It's a good way of looking at it. All right, so does that change your mind um, or not at all? I mean, I've... I, or I think I've done that because my <laughs> I always procrastinate, you know? I never do anything like first minute. Like when I get an assignment, I never do it like sure, right away. Sure. Um, so I've basically done that. Um, and yeah, I agree when you say it like this um, because like you can, you can change your mind. For example, okay, I've actually done like, uh, for example, assignments. Sometimes we start in class, you know? And it's like, okay, we need to st- like pick a topic and then start writing like right away this know this lesson but then sometimes I'm, I'm thinking about the topic and stuff like two days later okay, i've already written like i don't know like four or five hundred words i've already started i don't want to you know change and i'm just like oh it's kind of shit topic you know i don't know what to write um and then it's like yeah i maybe should have changed you know took something else but like since we already had that lesson you know we need to uh, start writing on it so sure sometimes you're like oh i should have you know chosen something else that's actually if if you do this type of procrastination, and can, that can be a good thing to you know think about. It's like, oh, I might actually sure. choose another topic because I find this kind of boring. The one I am currently, for example. All right, makes sense. And you, Sebastian, what do you think? Um, I have no idea. Maybe that's <laughs> not the case for me because, like, if I procrastinate something, I just forget about it. But do you do things always like uh, last minute or? Every time, I like try once you get it, I try not to. But okay, it always happens. It's not my fault. <laughs> of course, <laughs> it's your fault. No, it's just okay. myself. Uh, I don't know why. That doesn't make that sense. That's my uh, laziness. Sure. Yeah. Okay, that's a a good transition to laziness. Yeah, because yeah. Okay. Even with when we get like the assignment and we have to do it in class, okay, we have to start in class. I can't start in class because I have no idea. Like, I don't get ideas, so I don't know what to write. Yeah, exactly. So so that's why you write when you say, like, you sleep on it. Or you can do that for several mm. days. <laughs> <laughs> but at least for me, once I thought of that, it actually helped me. Because, like, for example, we had this really big essay in class. And in the very beginning, I had no idea what to really do, right? Uh, I had kind of a topic, but I didn't know how to go about it. So time passed. I didn't do anything. For like a couple months, and then after, like in the end of the summer, I then I had a better idea, more concrete idea, not by doing it, but just by having thought of it once, or or several times mm-hmm. without really giving it too much importance mm-hmm. through the time. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Or I get what you mean. Okay, sure. All right, about laziness. This is something I actually saw this week, and I sent you, uh, mm-hmm. David. Gary you remember? V post. Yeah, Gary V post. Let's explain it to Sebastian. So uh, it was um, his outlook on laziness. Usually people say it's a bad thing, just like pro- procrastination. Um, but the way he described it was as a tool to actually find out what you don't like to do. So think about it. If you are in school and you're really lazy, 
um, on this project? Well, it's pretty obvious that you don't want to do it, right? But if you find something, whatever it is, like um, another activity, a job, something that you're not lazy because you always want to do it, then, then that's something you should pursue, right? Or it's more likely that's going to suit you as a person, mm-hmm. right? So it's just a tool. I'm not saying it's a good thing for everything. And also with school, like we don't really have a choice if we want to complete school, at least high school, right? That makes sense? Yeah, but that's that's it. Yeah, I agree with him to a certain extent. Okay. Um, like, for example, okay, like in school, it's like we have multiple like assignments, like different subjects, right? Okay, maybe in like, um, I don't know, like physics, right? One, sure. And then like another could be like Swedish or like English, you know? It's like the English one's like super boring. It's like, oh, I really don't want to do this. But the yeah. physics one might be like, oh, it's actually pretty interesting. You know, I'd love to, True. you know, like just I like doing it. Then, you know, it's like, hmm, I might, you know, my two, my one work into something that um, that involves physics, you know? Or is related. To yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. Um, but although, like, for example, chores and stuff, it's like, okay, I need yeah. to clean. It's like, oh, I hate cleaning so much. It's like. You do it, but you're super lazy. You you know yeah. you're procrastinating. I mean, but I mean, okay, you know you're not gonna be a cleaner at least. Sure. <laughs> but you have to do it. You know, at the at the end of the true. day, you have to do like true, the true. chores and stuff. So there are some stuff that you have to do. So I agree to him, uh, or I agree with him to a certain extent. I, I get where you're coming from, but at the same time, I think the point is knowing, just like using it as a tool to know that thing. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't have to be like, oh yeah since I'm lazy about this, I'm not going to do it, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. Because uh, some things, like school, chores, you have to do it, mm-hmm. right? Sebastian. Sorry. Comments? Did, did, uh, you, <laughs> did yeah. you zone out? Mm, kind of, but <laughs> I think that uh, laziness is more of a consequence of sure. something that doesn't interest you. Yeah, exactly. Just like we were talking about, right? Yeah. yeah. No, but um, did, did you hear what we said? <laughs> so as a tool to find out what you don't like to do yeah yeah, yeah. I, I think it's pretty obvious but it's something that's uh it's good to be self-aware yeah, yeah yeah that's it especially in like assignments and stuff and when you try new stuff um it, it's like it's easy to think about it's like oh yeah it's just a school assignment you know sure like whatever but if you think about it it's like oh this is actually pretty fun and it's always good to actually you know think about that yeah it's like it's also useful for like a future job yeah exactly yeah exactly that's the main point yeah if you want to find like you don't want to find a job that bores you and then the consequence you don't want to do it because it makes you you're lazy to do that job because you don't like it but if you find a job that likes it like i think your father likes really his job sure because he likes loves car and stuff like that and I don't think he gets bored and of his job, so he doesn't procrastinate and I guess. not lazy about that. Yeah. Also, uh, one thing that I, I just want to comment about is uh, something I hear sometimes, right? At least about me. Uh, people asking me, like, oh, why are you um, working so much on, on that thing or, or whatever? Uh, or why don't you just, like, spend time doing uh whatever fun stuff or what they deem fun right 
mm-hmm. or like hanging out with people or something well, which i am doing but like uh i don't know going to parties whatever whatever it is right and my answer to that is that, like, it's hard looking from the outside. But when you really find something that you like to do, uh, be it work or not, it's very, uh, well, it becomes very much like a, like leisure, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And I think that's the main thing that you have to find a job that you like to do. Yeah. So it doesn't you, feel like a job, yeah, exactly. right? It doesn't feel like a chore, right? No. Well, it is a job for mm-hmm. sure, but a chore. Sebastian, can I include include you in this conversation? Did you hear me? Yes. Okay. What What do you think? Do you think the same way? By the way, uh, about the military. Um, like, I don't know. Do you see like, it as a job? Yeah, I see it as a job, but like I have to get there and try it first. Mm-hmm. Okay. To see if I like it, and I don't think I'm gonna be lazy in that field. But mm-hmm. you never know. Yeah, sure, sure. It it might be a, some aspect that you really don't like. Yeah, probably. Or, yeah, but a lot of times you have like every job is heavy in some way. Like it's hard to do in some way. Sure. So something you always have to like accept it, even if you don't like it. Yeah. Oh, one thing that I also heard, I don't remember where now, but was that. The the best job wasn't the one that you you really loved the good parts. It was one that you could really bear the bad parts, right? Mm-hmm. It was easy to bear the bad parts, right? So like with business, for example, there's an aspect that you there is bad, really bad. I I don't I can't get something out of my head right now, but that you really don't like, whatever. I would personal. say like statistics and like keeping sure. tracks, track of like numbers and stuff. It's like, yeah, oh, I need to count, yeah. like count everything, you know, but it can be fun or I mean, it can be bearable, or, you know, especially if, if you do it with someone. It's like, okay, let's do it, you know? Sure. So let's just, you know. But I guess it's, uh, <laughs> for me, it's less bad than doing something yeah. in, in school. Yeah, agreed. For example, agreed. at least for me. Same. That's personal. Yeah, that's it. Next topic. What let's I actually... Go. What? Let's go. Let's go. So one thing that I actually really like to talk about, and this could apply to you, Sebastian, as well, uh, or talking me, uh, for me to talk about with you, it's goals. But not like um, your goals or my goals, but more so goals in general. What do I mean by that? I mean that I really like to talk to people uh, and try to figure out with them what they like to do and all this stuff that we've been talking about like to try to figure out what your passion is right uh it's something that that really interests me for example a friend of mine right we go to school together and um he really likes to do like uh he really likes to do stuff with uh or he would like to do stuff with robotics right but um that was all I knew about him, like his career choice and stuff. It was all turned to that. However, when I actually spoke with him, he he went on to say that he actually really liked cooking and baking, okay. which is like, it could be related, but it's usually completely unrelated, right? Mm-hmm. So figuring out that type of stuff, 
or like going back and thinking, oh yeah, I really like to do that thing, but I forgot about it because I had to do all this other stuff. That's really interesting to me. So maybe we can use uh, Sebastian as the, the test. Can you tell us anything about your own interests like that you do in your free time, right? When you have some free time, what do you do now? What do you used to do? And do you think that any of that could interest you in a way? Uh, or it could not be clear as a career path, but it could be something, at least nowadays? Maybe. Like, when I was in Italy, I used to play soccer. Like, sure. not in a professional team, but, like, I used to play soccer, like, almost every day. Mm. I really wanted to be a soccer player, but then I understood that it's really hard to become one and to have success in it and, like, make it, like, a living thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm, I have different hobbies. Like, I like to do photography. Yeah, the camera. The camera. Of course, that it's yours. Doing this. Um, especially here in Sweden, because, like, there's a lot of nature, and it's really nice to make photogra uh, photographs of it. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, like, something... It's not been a long-time passion, but lately I've been doing it for quite a while. Yeah. Uh, how do you think your passion like affects your day-to-day -day life like for example if you have like photography um I've, I've never done it like the way you do it as a hobby but i can find it like through relaxing right yeah do you do you feel that you um that for example after a stressful day at school like going out and taking photos and stuff is that something like relaxing something that helps you out like oh yeah day to day helps a lot like especially is it relaxing yeah, yeah it is relaxing like you because um taking pictures is more you need to get that inspiration like mm. you have to find that perfect moment yeah because there's more than just like pressing the button on yeah, the camera yeah. right there's like the it's creativity like, like okay creativity. how can i take this photo right yeah. and like finding the good angle um like even hearing the nature that is Mm -hmm. Sebastian, you, just don't forget the microphone. Oh yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> Until you find that perfect moment of lightning, of light uh, during the daytime or whatever, it's really relaxing. It makes you focus and like clear your mind. Mm -hmm. Sure. Uh, one thing you mentioned soccer before. Just yeah. uh, going back a little bit, because uh, you you said that. Well, yeah, for sure. I, I don't know the intricacies, but uh, becoming a soccer player for sure is really hard, right? You have to re be really good and all. Yeah. But it's not only that, like... Training and no, no, uh, finding, like... A yeah, yeah, but um, you really need to know people. Yeah, sure. Okay, you can be, like, really, really, really good mm -hmm. and, like, become from no one to a really sure. famous... Like, what yeah, happened if to you're Ronaldo? found by someone, right? Yeah, yeah, found by someone. But most of the times, if you're, in, like, an average player, you, you're not gonna have any future if you don't know someone that is inside the soccer management i have i had like my um, kind of an uncle i don't know sure that was like really really good at playing soccer and his father was like a soccer um, coach no no like uh re yeah referee. the referee yeah the referee and he played like in the italian C series, yeah, okay, and then he never managed to go like forward because 
don't have any connection with someone important that could bring me up and bring him up. Yeah. So he had to stop and get into military. <laughs> so yeah. No, because uh, I, I think that nowadays, uh, of course, the past uh, had to have been much harder. I can't really tell you, but of course. But nowadays, I feel it's it's becoming increasingly easier to reach those points, even if it's not professional. Let me let me just um, build my thought here. So imagine that instead of uh, well, you play in a team, right? And you start uh, using the tools that we have nowadays. Social media, that's a big one. So if you start um, advertising yourself, your personal brand, social media, even, and and that, like, a, it's more of your skill of connecting with people online than uh, actually your skill in soccer, for example. But regardless, regardless of that, if you start connecting with people there, you start uh, building a following, right? Uh, you can choose two ways. Either you can, um, maybe you're noticed by someone, or uh, you become a professional entertainer in that field, right? So that's a choice you can you can make. But at the same time, you you have a lot more op- opportunity nowadays because of the internet and because of that. So even now, now, right, right now, if you wanted to go for that, you could start training again, start posting stuff, regardless of the amount of people that actually see you, right? You have to keep doing stuff consistently and with quality, of course. If you do that, then you can get someone. I think that's the reality we're living now, right? Can I say something? Sure, of course, of course. Uh, before maybe it was harder because there wasn't any social media yeah but there were also less people that were trying to do it now there's like so many people that are trying to do the same thing on social media. yeah yeah that that comes with like how before it was harder to get in um, to make yourself known by others sure now it's harder because there's more people there that can do the same thing like um i don't know 30 years ago was hard to make you know for because you were good in soccer because you had to find like a manager that finds you like in real life and needs Sebastian to, and needs to bring you like in a soccer team and show yourself off while now you can do it by yourself but there's everybody can do it by by himself and yeah of course i agree uh, as well and the thing is that i think before um like for example 30 years ago it was different like the the way you were advertising yourself was through, like, you had to have good networking skills, right? You had to know certain people, right, as you said. But, for example, now with social media and stuff, I feel that, okay, you still need good networking skills and stuff, but I feel that social media skills is even more important to be able to oh, post, yeah, for sure. like, post with good quality videos, with good quality, like, interesting, um, interesting videos, basically which before, for example, for like 30 years ago, you maybe didn't need to do, right? Because then it was actually about like the soccer. But now if you want to like get your name out there, for example, Instagram is a great place to start. And then you need good yeah. social media skills. Yeah, opinion. but the new social media is a 
are having even more organic reach, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if you know what, what that is, Sebastian. I don't know if I told no. you. Yeah, or, organic reach is pretty much just like um, when people naturally find your content there. It's not that they have to search up or it's like um, the um, social media is oversaturated so they can't find you naturally, right? Or like uh, when you find someone through a hashtag that you follow, that's usually organic. That's what why we call it. But yeah, I, I agree with you. But also, I think it's uh, another ability that we, we should have is to um, work between the niches. Or, um, and that is to actually get on a specific niche, be it like a um, soccer practice YouTube video, whatever. But something specific, right? Because that, that's the key. Because uh, I agree with you, Sebastian, that a lot of people are trying to do it. And that's true, of course. But to win that, you have to find your own audience. And if you make a niche, right, in that, I don't know what it would be, but it has to be something specific. Then you can be noticed in general or just because of your niche, right? All right, what do you think? Um, I think you're right in that you have to find even if there's so many people that are doing there's always a possibility like you need to be creative and find someone something unique about yourself that nobody can do it so that you put yourself outside the media borders so that more people will follow you because you're like one of the few that can do that sort of things I think a yeah. unique like take on something is very important. Maybe you don't need like a unique idea, like for example soccer, sure. but you need like a unique take on it. Like for example, introducing or personality, like personality, right? Yeah, Be or, yeah, exactly. We're different people. Yeah, right. Just that alone mm -hmm. can influence your niche. Okay, mm -hmm. keep going. Sorry. Yeah. For example, like practice videos, like if like skills and stuff. You know, you teach skills through videos and then post them on Instagram. Sure. I think you always need a unique take on it. Because I think there are a lot of like influencers and stuff, like people who are doing the same thing, and it's kind of hard to stick out. Oh yeah, I totally agree. But uh, yeah, your personality can play a very big role in that. It's and if huge. you develop that, I don't mean change it, but I mean mm -hmm. just intensify intensify good parts of it, right? Mm -hmm. uh, that can help it. Okay, just to finish off here, I wanted to talk about uh, something that you actually mentioned before we started and I want you to explain to us what it is area of influence and versus area of concern I'll get you the paper all right so what is it do you guys why know is it important it is? first of all no I don't actually let me pull up my phone one sec <laughs> okay okay so you just drew something on the paper it's like a circle or something yeah no it's uh, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's for, yeah but <laughs> let me, I, I just want to re, uh, like read you the definition because I don't <laughs> sure, get it wrong. Sure, but, but we'll talk about it. Go. All right. So the circle. So these are circles, okay? Um, okay. Let me just show you this picture. Or I show the camera as well. It, uh, for those who are watching, that's okay, a so circle it's a, it's within a circle. It's basically two circles, right? Wait, wait. Can I, can I have I that? I don't think no, you should show no, that. You can't. Because <laughs> <laughs> okay. it's a pretty bad drawing. <laughs> so All right. it's basically two circles. And it, it has to do with your mindset, depending on which okay. one focus on so one can be bigger than the other um so let me just read you the definition the circle of concern right 
is the area that we have no control over. So let me just give you an example. For example, okay. the weather, okay? Sure. Stuff that we have, like, or traffic, you know, stuff. Or like, natural. Exactly. Stuff that we have, yeah. Yeah, like we have no control. No, no control. Sure. And, Got it. and then the other circle. The, the bigger one. Exactly. The circle of influence is the area that we have control over. Okay? Okay. So, for example, like, parenting. Just a random example. Like okay. We have, why is one within the other? Um, basically, um, the thing is that the area of concern, a lot of people who think negatively, I guess you could say, are always like saying, it's like, oh, shit, the weather is so bad, you know? It's like, oh, sure, uh, so uh, much traffic. A uh, quote, basically. bad mindset. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, bad mindset. And then, basically, the two circles, right? Which one would be the bigger one? The area of concern, right? And the area of influence would be smaller. Um, and I think this is a very interesting way of seeing or like looking at it because I always like strive to have the area of influence bigger. Of Things course, that we can influence, course. for example, you know, parenting, as I said, or stuff that... We but the size is the importance. Exactly. Okay. So I believe that we should always have the, the area of concern should always be as small as possible. So it's like, okay, the weather is bad. Doesn't matter. You know, I'll get an umbrella. It's cold. I'll put it on a jacket. Things like that, basically, okay. right? Okay, makes sense. Um, makes sense. And then always the area of influence, which you can influence, should always be the bigger one, the bigger picture thing that you should always look at. I don't know. Do you guys agree? Have you thought of that? Uh, like, look, I, I think a lot about mindset, and I think that really dr could drive a person mm -hmm. to do whatever, right? Be it nothing mm -hmm. or something very important. Yeah, because the reason behind this um, is that the area of concern, those are things that we cannot, like, change. Yeah. So there's okay. no reason so whatsoever to put, like, so it should our be energy as small exactly, as possible. or focus our energy towards that. Like, the weather is shit. That's life. Yeah, or, you know? or it's even, like, like... Oh, it's like, oh, it sucks, you know, you know. So stop complaining, you know? Yeah, That's well, what if basically you... that you should, yeah, focus your energy on the area uh -huh. of influence, things that you can influence. Sorry. What if you, for example, do concern yourself with the area of concern, mm -hmm. but in a good way? So if you're you're optimistic, right? Okay. Uh, regardless of the weather, uh, you you're gonna say it's a good weather. Let's say it's cold outside. Oh yeah, it's good because it's been warm for a long time. Whatever, mm -hmm. right? Or just having a positive outlook. Would that uh, diminish the circle? Yeah, I think. Um yeah, that's an interesting way of thinking about it. I think this... I, I think it would, because it's important in a bad one, right? Exactly. Okay. I think this has to do with, like, if you think of it negatively, you sure. know, like complaining and stuff. Because a lot of people, um, like people are sometimes I, I talk to, you and I was like, they're complaining a lot. It's like yeah. things that they can't influence. So I see that the AOC, so the area of concern, is way yeah. bigger than the area of influence. It should always be the other way around. Sorry, Sebastian. <laughs> yeah, 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 no, say something. Um, I think you guys are right. And we shouldn't focus on area of concern. Mm -hmm. But we should always try to make the area of influence bigger. Like if the weather is cold, uh, we can't change that. It's exactly. Like, but yeah, we could dress uh, in a heavier yep. way. So yep. it would mm -hmm. we could still in kind of influence mm -hmm. uh, our... Uh, exactly. And that's taking a positive... Yeah, like. Yeah. Um, approach. My, yeah, positive approach. Um, 
yeah something I, negative. I feel like complaining is something that like okay uh, i guess the basis of complaining is to to drive change right mm-hmm. but the real problem is when you complain and you can't have a solution or you can't make up a solution exactly or you can't really help Exactly, and uh, that's what the that AOC up, right? is about, area of concern. Yeah, because uh, the area of concern, if I understood it well, it has no solution. Exactly. Right? Or the only Can't solution is to have a better mindset about it. Pretty much. I guess so. Yeah, no, but um, yeah, that's that's a good one to think about. It's a good way to visualize it, mm-hmm. right? It's, uh, well, it's really to do with theories and uh, models. Mm-hmm. Well, if speaking in a general way, because it's... Um, it's always these are always uh, things that help us visualize yeah and things I, of the world yeah, right I, these are things like when my uncle um told me about this this he, he drew it you know in like sure. circles at first he drew the AOC the area of concern bigger the area of influence smaller and he was like this is how most people think it should be other other way around area of influence should be the bigger one area of concern should be the smaller one so it's always cool to be able to visualize it, you know, the circles. Yeah. So you can always say, like, well, this one's bigger, this one's smaller. It's like, how should it be? And, you know, act in that way or think, have that mindset at least. Sure. I love or stuff like this, you know, visualizing it. No, I, I, I find I, it way I, easier yeah, to I understand agree. it. Sebastian, you want to say th- something? Mm, no, but like, yeah, try to make the size of the... Area of influence bigger. Sure. Yeah. Because as we know, size matters. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sure. Right. Sure, Sebastian. Sure. <laughs> All right. Um, Look, this episode, we're trying something new. We are cutting it a little bit shorter because um, we're going to try to increase the amount of episodes we put out. We're not promising anything, but it's mostly going to be a maybe a bonus video along the week. All right, this is for uh, for the people that listen or watch until the end. But uh, the episodes are going to be a little bit shorter. So under an hour always because we've been doing the ones uh, an hour and a half. We could do that for specials or with guests. But I, I feel like it's good practice to do it a mm-hmm. little bit. Just pull back a little bit so people can uh, have some time to digest all the mm-hmm. stuff. Yes. Yes. All right, guys. It was fun to talk to you. It's... It's always fun, but uh, I think it's very important to talk about those topics. And yeah, next week, we'll see you back there. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Take care. Thank you. Bye.